You're listening to In the Balance, an Iowa Judicial Branch podcast. Welcome back. This month, I sat down with Justice David May, the most recent appointment to the Iowa Supreme Court. To learn more about his journey to the bench, keep listening. Thanks for taking the time to meet with me today, Justice May. Before we dive into your career, tell us a bit about your upbringing. Uh, I grew up with my mom and dad and two older sisters in Kirksville, Missouri. That's in uh, northeast Missouri, about 30 miles from the Iowa border. It's about the size of Newton. It's a very rural area, just surrounded by forest and farmland. But it's also a university town. Uh, Truman State is there. And there's also a small medical college there. So I was able to get to know a lot of different kinds of people. And it's kind of an ideal way to grow up, really. And when did you know you wanted to pursue a profession in the legal field? I started thinking about it in high school. I always enjoyed thinking and talking about ideas and language and government, getting into debates with my teachers, you know, so law sort of seemed like a natural path, but it really wasn't until I got through college and deep into graduate school that I really had the confidence to pull the trigger and go to law school. And tell us a bit about your path through law school and where you found yourself after graduation. I went in thinking that I was going to practice health law, and uh, my graduate degree is actually in health administration. But through my coursework at Drake, I just found myself drawn towards litigation. I worked as a clerk for the Iowa Academy of Trial Lawyers, and one of my big projects was to help work on revising their trial handbook. And through that project, I got to know Glenn Norris. He's a really brilliant lawyer here in town, and Eventually, he got me involved in his cases, and I started my law career as lawyer at Hawkins & Norris. It's a small firm. Tended to be involved in some pretty interesting litigation. I spent my first three years of my career there. I worked on cases called Hedge to Arrives. There were these complicated fights between farmers and grain elevators, and I also worked on some personal injury and products liability cases. After three years there, I decided I wanted to try something a little different, larger mm -hmm. firm. And so I had an opportunity to go to the Bradshaw Law Firm, which at that point had about 40 lawyers. Uh, they do a pretty wide variety of civil litigation work. And I had kind of an unusual focus. I got to work with insurance companies on cases involving arson or other insurance fraud schemes. So that was a pretty fascinating specialty. Yeah, I was there from 2001 to 2016, and that's when I went to the bench. And what factors led you to seek out a, a judgeship position? As soon as I started litigation, the role of the judge was appealing to me, that role of the neutral, the person with no dog in the fight who's... Mm -hmm 
job was just to say what the law is, what the facts are. And then over time, it got to the point where I thought I might be qualified to serve. And there was, just as today, a real need for lawyers to throw their hats into the ring Mm -hmm. for judicial positions. And so I did. And I was very grateful to uh, be selected. And what levels have you worked at through the courts prior to coming to the Supreme Court bench? So in 2016, I was appointed as a district judge in District 5C, that's Polk County. I was there from 2016 to 2019. And then in 2019, I was appointed as a judge on the Court of Appeals. And I served there from 2019 to 2022. And then July 2022 is when I was appointed to the Supreme Court. So straight up the ladder. (laughs) I suppose. Every court imaginable. (laughs) And is there anything you miss about being on the other side of the bench? I would say clients. Uh, When you work for insurance companies, you sometimes get to work with the same people on file after file. And you get to help them work through problem after problem after problem. And you can really develop special bond. And what is something about the role of a state Supreme Court justice that people might be surprised to hear? Well, there's a lot of talk about our dissenting opinions and our disagreements over the law. And and that's all true. And sometimes they look pretty heated on paper. But on a personal level, it's really different. Uh, We tend to like working together and We get together for dinner about once a month during the term, and we have a holiday party with staff. And overall, it's a pretty collegial group. And lastly, if there is one takeaway about the Iowa Judicial Branch that you want our listeners to leave with today, what would it be? Well, the Supreme Court gets a lot of attention, but in many ways, we are the least important seven people in the branch. The focus should be on the other 1,700 branch employees who are spread across our state. For most Iowans, they are the face of the judiciary. They're the ones making the branch work at 100 courthouses and 99 counties. They're the ones who are going to be working to achieve justice in folks' individual cases. I'm just very grateful for their service. Great. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Justice May. Thank you so much. You've been listening to In the Balance, an Iowa Judicial Branch podcast hosted and produced by Marissa Gall. If you would like more information about Iowa's courts, you can visit www.iowacourts.gov. You can also follow the Iowa Judicial Branch on Twitter and YouTube at Iowa Courts. This episode of In the Balance is now adjourned.